Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 17 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. The next day, he went forward on his journey, crossed the Hudson, and went to Goshen in the Highlands, and so traveled across the woods from the Hudson to the Delaware, about a hundred miles, through a desolate and hideous country above New Jersey, where there were very few settlements, in which journey he suffered much fatigue and hardship. He visited some Indians in the way at a place called Meunisinks and discoursed with them concerning Christianity was considerably melancholy and disconsolate, being alone in a strange wilderness. On Saturday, May 12, he came to a settlement of Irish and Dutch people, and proceeding about 12 miles further, arrived at Sakawotung, an Indian settlement within the forks of the Delaware. Lord's Day, May 13. Rose early, felt very poorly after my long journey and after being wet and fatigued. Was very melancholy. Have scarcely ever seen such a gloomy morning in my life. There appeared to be no Sabbath. The children were all at play. I, a stranger in the wilderness and knew not where to go, and all circumstances seemed to conspire to render my affairs dark and discouraging. Was disappointed respecting an interpreter and heard that the Indians were much scattered. Oh, I mourned after the presence of God and seemed like a creature banished from his sight. Yet he was pleased to support my sinking soul amidst all my sorrows so that I never entertained any thought of quitting my business among the poor Indians, but was comforted to think that death would ere long set me free from these distresses. Rode about three or four miles to the Irish people, where I found some that appeared sober and concerned about religion. My heart then began to be a little encouraged, went and preached first, to the Irish, and then to the Indians, and in the evening was a little comforted. My soul seemed to rest on God and take courage. Lord's Day, May 20. Preached twice to the poor Indians and enjoyed some freedom in speaking while I attempted to remove their prejudices against Christianity. My soul longed continually for assistance from above, for I saw I had no strength sufficient for that work. Afterward, preached to the Irish people, which much assisted in the first prayer and somewhat in the sermon. Several persons seemed much concerned for their souls, with whom I discoursed afterward with much freedom and some power, Blessed be God for any assistance afforded to an unworthy worm. Oh, that I could live to him. 
Lord's Day, May 27. Visited my Indians in the morning and attended upon a funeral among them. Was affected to see their heathenish practices. Oh, that they might be turned from darkness to light. Afterward, got a considerable number of them together and preached to them and observed them very attentive. After this, preached to the white people from Hebrews 2.3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Was enabled to speak with some freedom and power. Several people seemed much concerned for their souls, especially one who had been educated a Roman Catholic. Blessed be the Lord for any help. May 28. Set out from the Indians above the forks of the Delaware on a journey toward Newark in New Jersey, according to my orders. Rode through the wilderness, was much fatigued with the heat, lodged at a place called Black River, was exceedingly tired and worn out. Lord's Day, June 10, at Newark. In the morning was much concerned how I should perform the work of the day and trembled at the thoughts of being left to myself. Enjoyed very considerable assistance in all parts of the public service. Had an opportunity again to attend on the ordinance of the Lord's Supper and through divine goodness was refreshed in it. My soul was full of love and tenderness toward the children of God and toward all men. At night, I enjoyed more spirituality and sweet desire of holiness than I have felt for some time. Was afraid of every thought and every motion, lest thereby my heart should be drawn away from God. Oh, that I might never leave the blessed God. Lord, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Oh, the blessedness of living to God. June 11. This day, the Presbytery met at Newark in order to my ordination. Was very weak and disordered in body, yet endeavored to repose my confidence in God. Spent most of the day alone, especially the forenoon. At three in the afternoon, preached my probation sermon from Acts 26, 17, 18, being a text given me for that purpose. Felt not well, either in body or mind. However, God carried me through comfortably. Afterward, passed an examination before the presbytery. Was much tired, and my mind burdened with the greatness of that charge I was in the most solemn manner about to take upon me. My mind was so pressed with the weight of the work incumbent upon me that I could not sleep this night, though very weary and in great need of rest. June 12 was this morning further examined respecting my experimental acquaintance with Christianity. At 10 o'clock, my ordination was attended the sermon preached by the Reverend Mr. Pemberton. At this time, I was affected with a sense 
of the important trust committed to me, yet was composed and solemn without distraction. And I hope that then, as many times before, I gave myself up to God to be for him and not for another. Oh, that I might always be engaged in the service of God and duly remember the solemn charge I have received in the presence of God, angels, and men. Amen. Chapter 6 Labors for the Indians and near the forks of Delaware. Idolatrous feast and dance. Journey through the wilderness to Opaholhapung or the Susquehanna. Erects a college at Forks of the Delaware. Some evidences of a work of the spirit among the Indians. Journey to New England to obtain money to support a colleague. Visit to the Indians on the Susquehanna. Journey to Crossweeksung in New Jersey. June 13, 1744, at Elizabethtown. Spent considerable time in writing an account of the Indian affairs to be sent to Scotland. Some in conversation with friends, but had not much spiritual enjoyment. On Tuesday, June 19, he set out on his journey and in three days reached his residence near the Forks of Delaware. Performed the journey under much weakness of body, but had comfort in his soul from day to day. Lord's Day, June 24. Extremely feeble, scarcely able to walk. However, visited my Indians and took much pains to instruct them. Labored with some that were much disaffected toward Christianity. My mind was much burdened with the weight and difficulty of my work. My whole dependence and hope of success seemed to be on God, who alone I saw could make them willing to receive instruction. My heart was much engaged in prayer, sending up silent requests to God, even while I was speaking to them. Oh, that I could always go in the strength of the Lord. June 25 was somewhat better in health, than of late, and was able to spend a considerable part of the day in prayer and close study. Had more freedom and fervency in prayer than usual of late, especially longed for the presence of God in my work, and that the poor heathen might be converted. And in evening prayer, my faith and hope in God were much raised. To an eye of reason, everything that respects the conversion of the heathen is as dark as midnight. And yet, I cannot but hope in God for the accomplishment of something glorious among them. My soul longed much for the advancement of the Redeemer's kingdom on earth. Was very fearful, lest I should admit some vain thought, and so lose the sense I then had of divine things. Oh, for an abiding heavenly temper. June 26, in the morning, my desires seemed to rise and ascend up freely to God, was busy most of the day 
in translating prayers into the language of the Delaware Indians, met with great difficulty because my interpreter was altogether unacquainted with the business. But though I was much discouraged with the extreme difficulty of that work, yet God supported me, and especially in the evening, gave me sweet refreshment. In prayer, my soul was enlarged, and my faith drawn into sensible exercise, was enabled to cry to God for my poor Indians, and though the work of their conversion appeared impossible with man, yet with God I saw all things were possible. My faith was much strengthened by observing the wonderful assistance God afforded his servants Nehemiah and Ezra in reforming his people and reestablishing his ancient church. I was much assisted in prayer for my dear Christian friends and for others whom I apprehended to be Christless, but was more especially concerned for the poor heathen and those of my own charge, was enabled to be instant in prayer for them and hoped that God would bow the heavens and come down for their salvation. It seemed to me that there could be no impediment sufficient to obstruct that glorious work. Seeing the living God, as I strongly hoped, was engaged for it. I continued in a solemn frame, lifting up my heart to God for assistance and grace, that I might be more mortified to this present world, that my whole soul might be taken up continually in concern for the advancement of Christ's kingdom, earnestly desired that God would purge me more, that I might be as a chosen vessel to bear his name among the heathen. This concludes episode 17 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards.